Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to the Must Hear Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch and I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's up, man? And Andrew Unterberger. Well, thanks for having me, Joe. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, no Lindsay. No Lindsay. Lindsay. Wait, what's she? Is she just taking the day off or yeah. playing hooky? Oh, Lindsay. It's so lazy. Lazy Lindsay. That's what we like to call her around the Definitely. office. Yeah. This is the return from like a couple week absence from Must Your Music, right? Yeah, we had, uh, what did we have? We, I guess there was Grammys and then the office closed early one weekend. day unexpectedly. <laughs> I, I showed up and I was like, I'm going to do a podcast today. And they were like, no, you're not. <laughs> They're like, unless you want to record <laughs> it this instant. The building, the security guards. Exactly. Stop right there, podcast <laughs> fan. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was weird. The security guards like grabbed me by the the scruff of my neck and was like, "There's gonna be no podcast under my watch." <laughs> wow. Very but, sad. You know, tough, tough affair. Yeah. Uh, anyways, though. So yeah, let's uh, well, let's dive it. Let's dive in. And what you know, this is uh, famously with? our first, or rather, our last podcast before the 2019 Oscars. Ooh. Really, a momentous Ooh. podcast. Wow. Is we're finally gonna talk about Shallow on this podcast. <laughs> We've talked uh, about multiple Star Wars Born songs. Yeah, I feel like we've been talking about a lot of Ariana Grande and a lot of Star Wars Born yeah. this last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's let's start with uh, one of your picks, Jason. Uh, sure. Pink, new Pink song, oh, new Pink yeah. single from a new Pink album. Yeah, Take uh, Me called, Home. Isn't it Walk Me Home? Walk Me Home. Right. <laughs> All right, a little fact check. Yeah. Thinking of, I got Phil Collins on my on my head. Always. Yeah, let's talk about that new Phil Collins song. <laughs> I wish. Um, Walk Me Home, new Pink single, um, produced by Peter Thomas, who I've known for a long time, and this is a, a big, big look for him. So shout out to Peter. Uh, this song has grown on me. I, I would, I know. Has it's looking at me a little bit incredulously. <laughs> also, it's, it hasn't been up for like twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's grown on me over the past three hours. Um, the, yeah, those no. hours and hours of, of, of radio inundation. Yeah, just, I mean. Uh, you, Andrew, described this song, or at least the chorus of this song, is very Mumford-esque. I, actually, it, it wasn't dropped. me who described it as that, but I did blanch hearing somebody else describe it as that. Oh, okay, yeah. You remember. Right, I, would, well, I would take issue with that and say it's Lumineers-esque. Oh, boy. Oh, is that better or worse than Mumford-esque? <laughs> Probably worse. Wow. Um, of Monsters in Pink, some, <laughs> some would say. But, uh, no, I, I like this song. I, I think that, look, it falls short of her um, most immediate lead singles like uh blow me one last kiss is, mm-hmm. is such a great uh pink song you think of so what from funhouse yeah. um but you know even it's... what about us from the last album i think was a, a very strong yeah. song that's a song that did grow on me uh, yeah. 100% uh, agree. watching the uh 
like the Lifetime Achievement Award performance that she did at the Brits, and mm-hmm. that was kind of the big climax. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, the song kind of goes. I, I didn't remember it doing that. Mm-hmm. That song was on pop radio for months and months and Truly. months and months. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how this song does. It's it's certainly a little bit of a left turn for her, but I think that chorus is so big, and I again, it is it is Mumford S. It's very stomping, and it's 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 a little less pop than I think we're used to from Pink, who's, you know, one of the most successful pop artists of this century. Um, I think that, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how this song progresses, not only on, on our charts, but on pop radio. But I, I, I kind of like it. Like, I, I, I like the enormity of it. And it, 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 it really goes for it in, in a way that I appreciate. Um, you know, it's, and I guess you could say that of any Pink lead single, like, it's, it's very big and ambitious. But, um, I think the change up here is is appreciated, but uh, you you seem to uh, disagree. Well, it is definitely a big song. I'll give I'll give you the size. Uh, it's a big song, and it's, it feels like a, like an authentic Pink song, and uh, that, that's all you can really ask from her, especially at this point in her career where she's already had twenty years of hits. Yeah. Uh, you know, she, she she's already you know, you know in, in, the, in the Hall of Fame or whatever you know pop canonization you want to give her. Like she, she doesn't need to prove anything at this point. I'm not ready to go back to Mumford Esque. Like that, that that moment lasted a very long time, uh, and it was not necessarily my favorite moment in pop Did history. Did it last a very long time? Yeah, I'd say I got like a good two years out of it, which for yeah. like ban- banjos and stomping, so it was a long time on, on pop would, radio in the 21st century, that. I would think. What was like the Folktronica song that just came out? Why am I blanking? There was like a, a Folktronica hit. was there? Like, like hit. just now? Yeah, just like a couple months ago, and we were talking about, oh boy. like it's back to the... Um, yeah, that does sound vaguely familiar, but I've since blocked it from wake my memory, Wake Me Up yeah. kind of deal. Yeah, like, like Wake Me Up, Story of My life uh, timber to a certain extent like it was fun for a minute but it just lasted longer than it should have and I, 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 I totally agree I'm, I'm not re- I'm not ready for the for the the retro oh remember like Mumford core like no <laughs> <laughs> not, not. oh I know what it was it was uh Miley and Mark Bronson nothing breaks like oh uh, yeah that was that's different though great that's great yeah no I'm saying that was more like the folk tronica that's very much like wake me up does yeah. that song no favors to compare it to those songs? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, whatever. Uh, it's not a bad song, and it, it sounded pretty good in, in that Brits performance. And it'll sound natural on pop radio, maybe. Uh, I don't want to hear it again too many times. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know if I see it really having much of a pop radio life, but I feel like at this point, like probably smartly, she's aiming really more for like adult contemporary. I mean, like sadly, like the way just things work in pop music, like you reach a certain age, especially if you're a woman, like, pop radio is just going to start ignoring you. And I feel like, you know, she's 20 years into her career at this point. Like, the smart thing to do really is to kind of, like, focus on either, like, these kind of big anthemic um, stuff that, you know, will appeal to a, a, a you know, slightly older audience, um, you know, someone who kind of just wants something that is sort of catchy but, you know, doesn't have yeah. any rough edges. Um, you know, it, it couldn't. She couldn't honestly do another "Blow Me One Last Kiss." I mean, yeah. she could, and I would be happy with it. But mm-hmm. um, that's not the kind of thing that's like going to get her radio play. Whereas, like, I feel like this this could really have a substantial like long shelf life at AC. And, and my favorite song off of the last album, "Beautiful Trauma," was, was the title track to that album, the second single, Very which was song. more in that kind of "Blow Me One Last Kiss," that kind of like frisky and fun and sort mm-hmm. of explosive pop song. And, yeah. Uh, peaked like number 88 I think on the Hot 100 so it had an absolutely yeah. invisible radio presence so that sort of yeah. goes to what you're talking about Joe and that that lane just doesn't seem to be there for her anymore the way it used to be and that's a shame but uh, this is still a lane that she's found a lot of success in and probably will continue to do I'm so. very I, I guess what I'll say is I'm very excited to hear this song live 
Like, I, it, if this is like a song in the See, middle of a I, I, pink I don't concert. believe that you're very excited to hear that, Jason. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I got I to gotta, I gotta blow the whistle on that one. I, I, don't, well, I don't. Very excited, really? Yeah. I Look, blow the whistle all you want. I, I think that. Uh, I think you're gonna be in the front row screaming, "Walk me home! Come on, walk let's take home. a walk, Pin." <laughs> um, that would be hard to do uh, since I live in New Jersey, but uh, I think that uh, I think that in the middle of like a Pink concert, she's gonna drop "Walk Me Home." You know, she's on she's air gonna... horns just blowing everywhere. <laughs> yeah. it's "Walk Me Home" time, uh, and I think I'm gonna enjoy the hell out of it. All right, so well, I hope you do sincerely. Um, I mean, one thing, yeah, and I, I guess I didn't weigh in whether I like it. I, I think it's decent. I'm probably somewhere between both yeah, of you. I guess, uh, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. I guess what I'm saying is I like it more than I did a couple hours ago. <laughs> You've grown Wednesday. a lot since then, Jason. Yeah. I mean, we, we all Wednesday, have, but you especially. Been two days. I've listened to it every day. In the last 20 but minutes. I don't think it's an amazing single, but I, I definitely like it. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, one thing I'll say, too, also, uh, you know, it, it does seem a bit like a left turn, but... Uh, shout out to you and me, her folk side project. Like she, that was a good oh, album. Yes. I like that. Album. Yeah, she does have. You know, like she, she knows her way around the folk music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so let's listen to it. Uh, it's a new Pink single, uh, "Walk Me Home" from an album. I don't think we have the title right for the new album. I think we do, and I'm I'm blanking on Damn. it. So right. I'll look it up well, while, while we listen, <laughs> while we listen all to "Walk Me Home." All right, uh, here it is, new Pink. All right, that was new pink. Uh, Andrew, let us go with one of your picks. Let us, yeah. Uh, which one do you want? Let, let's start with uh, Doja Cat and, and uh, Rico Nasty. Uh, Tia Tamara. Tia Tamara, yeah. All right, so this is a song by, by two very, like, you know, the, the up-and-coming, limber, like, like very funny and fun MCs. Uh, they're both kind of nasty, but in like a, sort of like a teenager way, like in a, yeah. in a way where you're like, like, it's kind of like 12-year-old humor, but, but you know, not as... Not quite as pure as that might uh, imply. And uh, I first really got into to Rico a couple of years ago. She had a little Yachty collab called Hey Arnold. Uh, oh, yeah. That song. I remember Incredible that. remix. Uh, and, and she's been consistently excellent since, I've found. So uh, this is and this is a collab with Doja Cat, who uh, you probably remember from two things last year. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of them was her viral video, Moo, that uh, you know billboard offices were were absolutely uh, head over heels for, for for a little while, and then... Uh, head over who? Head over... Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm not giving you that one. But, uh, yeah, and, and then obviously her, her career hit a little bit of a roadblock there. She uh, she got kind of, I guess, you would, what's, what's the phrase? Uh, milkshake ducked or you know, milkshake cowed, as it were. Sure. Uh, with uh, the final tweets of hers where she'd used the, the hard F word in, in, in a number of very inappropriate ways, and then she tried to apologize for it, but the first apology wasn't great. The so apology had, was bad. The apology might have been worse than the I, original offense. <laughs> it uh, was, actually. So you're like, oh, a teenager like said that when they were teen, yeah. like whatever. And then the apology was like, I think it ended with, do I hate gay people? Like, question mark. I don't mark. think so. Yeah. Don't think so. Uh, and she kept using like, the word oh, in her apology tweets. No, so uh, not not a great look all around there. Uh, and she was you know, kind of publicly shamed for it, probably deservedly so. To me, it wasn't necessarily like a cancelable. We can't pay attention to anything this artist does again. Sort of offense. Uh, you know, yeah. you, 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 you know where where you land on that uh, is, is is totally you know up to you. But. Uh, I, I like this song a lot. Uh, it's, uh, it's it's another like you know it's, it's a very enjoyable, very humorous, very like quirky and and and, and a lot of kind of unexpected lyrical turns. 
the chorus, uh, the, the, the main hook is My Twin's Big Like Tia Tamara, uh, which, of course, a reference to Tia Tamara Mary of Sister Sister fame. Of course. Sister, uh, shout out. And I just love that they don't, over, they don't over-explain the reference. Uh, they just kind of, you know, if, 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 they don't even say Tia and Tamara. They just say Tia Tamara. Mm-hmm. Uh, those who know, know. Those who know, know. If not, moving on. Uh, and it's also just still kind of a rare thing for two female MCs to hook up on the same song together and not yeah. like have that be the point of the song, like in a kind of super group mm-hmm. ladies night sort of way. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's pretty rare to have just like, hey, this is like, uh, like this is my friend MC, like who's also like fits along me what I do lyrically, what I do sonically. It's a, it's a really natural pairing and uh, I'd love to see more of the two of them together. Yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I would say my sort of... Uh my thought was, I was like, oh, that's a really, like, yeah, the, my twin's big, like, Tia Tamara. I was like, one, I'm happy to think about Sister Sister. <laughs> Two, that's a funny line. <laughs> I always enjoy, like, a good, uh, you know, based 14-year-old level uh, sure. sex joke. But uh, I would say it does wear a little thin, at least. Like, they, they repeat it quite a bit. I would have appreciated maybe a little more variety with that. Um, yeah, they, they kind of take like the the Migos Hannah Montana approach to the to the, yeah, the title. Yeah, they, they definitely uh, milk it for all it's worth. Uh, the video is great though. It's like a, oh, it's like kind of a Family Feud type uh, setup. Oh, speaking my language there, Joe. Sort of nineties vibe. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, exactly. But it's uh, it's good. No, I mean they're both they're both great um, musically. I think uh, and I, I dig it. But yeah, like I said, it maybe overstates its welcome a little bit. Yeah, I I love I love this I love this song. I was confident you'd be with me on this. Yeah, one. this is this is certainly in the Jason zone. Um, I, I I pulled up the lyrics because there's so many like, you know, obviously look the Tia Tamara uh, uh, simile is what anchors this song, but you have also lines like, cheese like pizzeria, have a seat please IKEA. <laughs> I just, I also enjoy bent the whole world over and said spank you very much. Just like the the image of like literally Doja Cat bending the entire world over and and spanking the world as we know it. Hits like Venus Serena. Uh, I'm in the hall, comma Regina. Like pretty good. Uh, and my favorite skinny legend like Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> like great. Just uh, you know, Doja Cat up on her simile game. Uh, but yeah, obviously, I've been a Rico Nasty fan for a long time. Uh, her album last year was incredible, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know I, I needed to pay attention to Doja Cat, <laughs> yeah. but I guess I do. Like this song, like I could see this song being like a very like a pretty sizable hit, honestly. I don't, I, I don't know if I go that far. Yeah, I don't know if I go that far either. I mean, I don't know. I could I could definitely see this like being like a a big club hit, like for sure. I could see it being so, kind of like a viral underground hit. Like I don't, I don't think Jersey. we're hearing this on Hot 97. Oh no, soon. I don't yeah. think so either. But I, 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 I guess big hit. I, I'm thinking sure. more like just hearing it like constantly. Yeah, it's, like maybe like like the, the Lizzo juice mold. Maybe sure. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, I'm all, all right. about it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's listen to it. It's uh, Tia Tamara from Doja Cat. And uh, actually, actually, but before we play the clip, I do have to interrupt you with one question because the the, the best bars for the song were not were not saved in the actual lyrics. Uh, have you seen the headline that Tia and Tamara Mary have been involved with recently? Yes. Yes, I I did see that. That no. was uh, something I I didn't need to know. I'll, I'll be honest. But but please well, you're, share, you're, share us. Jason's about to find out about it right yeah, here. Uh, yeah. the, the headline of one of many is. Uh, Tamara Mowry drinks twin sister Tia Mowry's amazing breast milk. Oh, okay, cool. I guess I don't thing. know. I don't know. I was uh, like, well, that's one way to stay in the headlines. <laughs> wow, that's another, like this. There's another. There was a Hillary Duff breast milk thing that with also, Haley. 
No, not it wasn't. <laughs> Haley Duff's Drink Sisters, amazing. No, restaurant. one of Hillary Duff's uh, younger co-stars on her show, younger, like drank her breast milk, and that was like a Twitter moment. So wow. I will say while Kiss we're on the days, subject, man. one of my favorite viral videos. This is a throwback. Is this British kid? I think he's eight, and he he was like still drinking breast milk, and he was like, it's <laughs> he's like it's delicious. It's better than a mango. <laughs> And it's, I think about that probably that constantly. All right. It's exactly what it sounds like. Cool. Uh, so shout out to him. Shout uh, out to I'm, him. He's given me many laughs. Uh, anyways, that, that, was, that was a little weird detour. <laughs> Let's uh, listen to it. Tia Tamara from Doja Cat and Rico Nasty. Hair go long like Chia. Money go long like Nia. I ain't in the big idea. My twins big like Tia. My twins big like Tia Tamara. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Thank you, thank you for letting me take us on that detour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have had it any other way. Uh, all right, that was Tia Tamara. Uh, we're going to do one of my picks now. So we've got uh, the song Tatiana from Blueface, which is a uh, pretty substantial hit. I think it just entered top 20 on the Hot 100. Uh, and what's certainly going to uh, give another little goose is a remix just dropped with YG and Cardi B. Uh, so Tatiana, Blueface, uh, you know, this has been said before, but like his flow is just so crazy. Like it just like, almost comes nowhere near the beat. Like, he's, like, basically, like, rapping an entirely different song, and then they just, like, came up with the beat, and they were like, well, this doesn't go together, but I don't know, whatever. Um, I've I've just been, like, I cannot stop listening to Thotiana. Like, it's such a bizarre, weird song. Uh, you know, it's, like, I think it's a hair under three minutes. It's just one of those things that ends, has that crazy little plinking piano, uh, similarly kind of amateurish. Like, it sounds like a first-year piano student just kind of, like, you were like, hey, write a song, and they like hit like five notes, and they were like, I don't know, does that work? Uh, it's just great, though, but like, it seems like all those things would be negative, but they somehow like have this incredible alchemy. Um, I'm just a big fan of it. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, his other song, Respect My Crippin, is a jam. Uh, and both of those are kind of these like two, three-minute like great songs. Uh, what I will say is I, as much as I love Cardi B's verse on this, it's very funny. I guess this is very blue podcast. Uh, <laughs> she has a line about his breath smelling like P word and mimosas. This is just like an incredible image. Uh, but this, the uh, the additions of YG and Cardi B kind of bring the song up to five minutes. I don't know if the yeah. song needs to be five minutes. You know, there's like it is pretty musically simplistic. At five minutes, you're kind of like done with it by the time it wraps up. 
Uh, but we hadn't talked about Tatiana on this podcast Is yet. True? So I guess we haven't. We have yeah. not. So you know, shout out Blueface. Uh, Jason. Great. I mean, look, how can you not? How can you not love this song? How can you not shout out Blueface? How can you not, Joe? How can you not shout out? I don't out know. Blueface? Uh, yeah, I, the remix is the remix is whatever to me. I mean, it it will obviously boost the the profile of the song. Um, it it just seems to be sort of the standard path for a, a viral uh, rap hit like this is just to get, you know, the Kendrick and Drake cosigns and then like a Cardi remix and a YG remix. Like it's all kind of standard and doesn't really elevate the song to me, which I think is already great. Um, but you know. Good for Blueface. I guess that like that's that is literally my reaction to this remix is good, <laughs> good for, for Blueface. Blue I I don't need to hear the remix again though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tend to agree. I mean, I, I you know what's interesting about this remix is that it's basically like a cobbled together version of two remixes. Like there there was the one featuring YG and then the mm. one featuring Cardi B, and uh, they're just kind of like you know like they they did the maxi single version of all three mm-hmm. in the same song and. Uh, like yeah, I, I agree with you, Joe. Like it doesn't need you. You don't need this song at five minutes. Although like it's it's I never really get sick of that piano riff. It can mm-hmm. go on for twenty minutes as far as I'm concerned. But yeah, the part of the song's charm is that it kind of gets in and gets out, and this this remix does undercut that a little bit. But yeah, I mean I, I love the song. This this is this is going to be one of the songs of 2019. It's, it's the same the same feeling. It was like the first time I heard Mobamba last year. Where it's just like okay, this this song doesn't totally make sense, but like mm-hmm. it, there's something about it that just clicks in a way that that no other song this year kind of does. And I, I, I think we're yeah we're gonna be still be talking about the song at the end of the year. It's 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 uh yeah I think it's definitely song of summer sort of thing. Um, never too early to never start too early thinking no. about that because yeah. historically songs of the summer uh you know come out February March so ooh hoo, hoo, hoo. keep our ears open. Uh, but anyways, all right, let's listen to it. Uh, Thought Diana Blueface featuring Cardi B and YG. All right, that was the Tatiana remix. Um, Jason, you picked uh, a wonderful, wonderful song. Uh, wow. Smelling, the 3L spelling artist. Spelling? Spelling? Spell- Oh, I thought you said smelling for a second, and I was like, wait a minute. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, spelling. Uh, what song did I pick from the album? Under, Under the Sun. The sun. Yes. Yeah, so spelling is, I'm, I'm pulling up her name because I don't want to uh, uh, mess it up. It is um, the project of singer-songwriter uh, Christia Cabral. I hope I'm, I apologize if I'm not pronouncing that correctly. My last name is Lipshots. I never want to mispronounce <laughs> anyone's name. Um, but she's from the Bay Area. Uh, sh- this is uh, her, I believe, her second album as Spelling with mm-hmm. three L's, if anyone is Nearly impossible it. to Google. Google Spelling <laughs> yeah. Music and see what comes up. Yeah. Spoiler alert, not this artist. Yeah. Um, but this album just came out today, actually, Maisie Fly, uh, and I love it. Like It's, it's very experimental. Um, the song structures are kind of all over the place. Um, her her voice is is used mostly as like an instrument as, as part of this kind of kaleidoscopic experimental electronic music, um, and you know it it veers in and out of a lot of different themes and a lot of different ideas and sounds. Um, I I love Under the Sun. I, I think it's uh, one of the highlights. I think it actually came out before this album, but I've been listening to this album for the past week week and a half. I I would say and um, yeah, it's just hypnotic. Like I'm uh, there. It's it's 
increasingly harder I find for like an independent artist uh, to really break through the clutter. Um, spellings on I believe Sacred Bones Records. Mm-hmm. It's a great label. They're great very label. good uh, at selecting artists. Yeah, and it's just I I think it you know so much of the conversation, especially with streaming, is about. Uh, what's in the top 50 and, you know, what's bubbling up on in the hip-hop world and the pop world. And, you know, obviously there's a very, like, vibrant indie scene, but it, like I said, it, it takes a lot to really cut through the For clutter. Sure. It kind of feels like this is happening with this album. Um, it got uh, a pretty high review on Pitchfork today. Um, Stereo Gum. Gum. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think Tom wrote about it uh, at Stereo Gum. And... Uh, yeah, I've I've just been really really enjoying this one. I'm curious, but it seems like you like it as yeah, well. Yeah, lo- I'm glad you picked this because I had not listened to it uh, yet, and I love it. I mean, this is totally up my alley. You know, it's kind of the uh, you know the old like 70s uh, Kraftwerk style synthesizers. Definitely, yeah. Um, you know, little Lady Tron esque. Uh, you know, Ooh. I like kind of the, the you know the experimental electronic <laughs> the, for the cold, pioneer the cold music. Eastern European. A hundred percent cold Eastern European <laughs> techno. Uh, but yeah, and it's also you know sort of a side note. Um, it, it kind of reminds me of uh, a, a pretty like forgotten like movement in music. There was a while where like the Bay Area was kind of this crux of like um, electronic synthy like. Very ethereal uh, type musicians, uh, and she very much, maybe not in sound, but in kind of her whole thing, because she's very much uh, like this project was inspired by, I believe, the death of a close friend. Um, She's like, oh, these, you know, things kind of come to me in dreams. And, you know, she's very kind of like mystical about where this whole project comes from. uh, And that kind of speaks to this uh, history of those kind of artists coming out of the Bay Area. Yeah. Yeah, don't have much to add. Uh, it's, it's I like the song a lot. I look forward to listening to the whole album. Love Sacred Bones, Jenny Vall. Uh, I love Jenny Vall. Marissa Nadler. You know, like it, it, it's it's a it's a very cool label. They have very good quality control. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking looking forward to digging in on this one. Cool. So, all right, it's an all around winner. Now let's listen Lots to this all around. Let's listen to this and talk about Rob Thomas, baby. All right, <laughs> let's go. <Hey>, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, come on. All right, uh, spelling with three L's. Spelling song is called Under the Sun. Alright, uh, we are going to, uh, despite Jason's tease, we're going to put Rob Thomas on ice for the moment. Oh, you want to save it for last? Save the best for last. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about Adam Lambert's new song now, cool. uh, Feel Something. So, this is one Feel of my something. picks. I uh, I have to say, so Adam Lambert has a new song. Uh, you know, he's at this point, uh, what, how long ago was his last album? Has he not original had an album high. since Trespassing? No, Trespassing? he had Original High, which was, I think, right. 2015? I was going to say 15 or Oof, 16. I have no memory of that one. It's, it was, it was, it was good. 15 because I was, yeah, I was, I remember that. All right. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, this has been Wait, a, what, what year was, uh, was your beloved Rebel Heart? 2015, I yeah. think. Oh, Ghost, right. Ghost, Ghost Town. I apologize for besmirching the memory of Ghost Town, obviously. Of Madonna's Ghost of Town, song. great song. <laughs> Anytime. We haven't talked about Rebel Heart on this podcast in a while. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, probably like two weeks ago. We probably two up. weeks ago. Uh, anyway, so new Lambert song. It's been a while uh, since we've heard from him. 
you know, at this point, especially with, uh, you know, the Oscars and Bohemian Rhapsody, like kind of people, if anything, we've been hearing about him in the context of Queen and, you know, uh, Freddie Mercury's legacy and him kind of stepping into those shoes. Uh, so it's good to have like something Lambert, like him, like him doing his art, his songs. Uh, I really like this. It's a ballad, but I love that uh, it's a very understated, like a lot of ballads, especially ones that he's done, like really go big. Like he's just singing to the skies and, you know, like putting his heart all out there. This is kind of like like the lyrics. There's like a sad yearning to it. Like the feel something is in reference to like he just wants to feel like something, anything. Uh, and I appreciate that the song, you know, that his vocal performance is a little he holds back a bit. Uh, and it kind of like doubles down on this kind of like like sad, you know, I hate to say almost like patheticness to it. But it's, you know, it's a little bit in the Sam Smith gospely lane. Uh, it, it's good. I really like I hope this has uh, a chart life. I'm I'm excited to hear more. But what what do you think? You're you're a Lambert. I love Adam Lambert. I I don't I I'm not a big I, I don't know. I don't think like the slower sound really suits him. Just because like look, I I'm glad he's back, but I think that yo give me Ghost Town, give me like the more upbeat parts of Trespassing, which was like one of my favorite albums of that year. Uh, yeah, you know like like I said, it's it it certainly seems like he's teeing up for something. Uh, like a new project, and that's a, a little bit more up tempo. And I don't, I don't know. This left me a little cold. Sad, sad to say, Joe. You, but you didn't feel something. I, I, I didn't feel something. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll admit that I only got to listen to this one once. It didn't really make a huge impression on me. Like Jason, I kind of prefer my Adam Lambert Guns Blazing. Uh, this one, it, it, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll revisit it at some point. I'll, hopefully, Pop Radio will give me that chance. Uh, but yeah, this, this, this didn't necessarily. Uh, did not grab me in the feels. All right. Well, yeah, one no, out but, of three. But I, yeah. I did like, he had, he had a song a couple years ago called Two Fucks that got like no attention oh, whatsoever wow. that I actually thought was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, maybe, you know, one for two. It's, it's, it's not a bad strike, right? Quick aside about Two Fucks. Uh, <laughs> I saw Queen and Adam Lambert uh, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And it must have been right around when Two Fucks came out. And he was like, they they took a break from the Queen songs to play Two Fucks. Future and classic, I, and sure. It was just great, like, seeing everyone else's, like, reaction. <laughs> like, all the Queen the, fans in attendance wasn't that were like, what, what So the they're hell? playing the Oscars. Isn't that they're going to do Two Fucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll do Feel Something. You never know. That's true. Maybe they'll do Medley. Yeah. <laughs> What if they do <laughs> both Ghost Town? <laughs> oh my God! When it comes out, very that. like very quick shout out to Adam Lambert's Ghost Town though. That song is that, that, a monster. That song made such an impression on like the ten percent of the population that was actually like familiar with it. Uh, like it really wasn't that big a hit, but like no. anybody who loved that song, like that, that yeah, that stands as kind of the uh, pop songs from that period. Man, what a great song that Truly. is! Yeah, it was a great song. Love a good whistle hook. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring back the whistle hook. Yeah. It seems like it's been a while. And by a while, I mean probably like six months. <laughs> I, I could have. Six months too long. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's listen to it. Adam Lambert, Feel Something. Every kiss I wasted, I don't, I don't need to feel love. Just want to feel something. Just want to feel something. That was new Lambert. Uh, next and certainly, next last, but certainly not least, we have <laughs> Rob. T- Andrew, I just, I'm glad <laughs> we say Rob invited you on this? just to, yeah, sure. that you picked a Rob Thomas song. So we have uh, Rob Thomas, One Less Day, parentheses, 
dying young. So yeah, I, I heard this song on New Music Friday this morning, and as I was listening to it, I was like, God damn it, this is going to have to be my second song on the <laughs> uh, Obviously not uh, one of the, the hipper uh, songs on New Music Friday this week. Uh, not just a song, like, like even the cover, like, like he's doing this, this Phil Collins type thing. Sorry, another Phil Collins yes. reference on this podcast. But he's doing this Phil Collins type thing now where all of his like cover art is just like his head. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. I've noticed that. Which... Rob sure, head. it's a choice. I mean, like it's not like Phil Collins was was uh, you know Fabio either, but yeah, uh, yeah uh, it, it's 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 interesting. Uh, but the song itself, I mean, look, this, this is not a song that's going to make radio. It's not a song that's going to be talked about much outside of this podcast. But uh, I think it's a really good song. It's 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 a, it's a very powerful song to me. It's a song about you know it's about not not fearing the future and kind of embracing actually like living a full and long life and and because he kind of makes the point of the song that not everybody gets to do that and he talks about like friends of his who have died uh, and how like that what, what a tragedy that was and and he, in the course of the song says uh, I'm not afraid of getting older it's one less day from dying young and it's like yeah fuck, fuck that right, honestly is Rob a really Thomas. good line yeah, I have like, to say when I started listening to it I was like. Ugh, I don't know about this. Like, it, it sounds hokey, like, musically a bit, but the lyrics are honestly really good. Yeah, like, it, like the, the, the general positivity of the song is, like, really kind of infectious. And, there, yeah, there's not a lot of rock songs that are, you know, about getting older in a way that's, you know, it's either, like, the sort of, like, dying young thing, uh, or it's, you know, occasionally rock stars will sing about it a little tongue-in-cheek, like, yeah, look how grandpa-ish right, I am. Sure. But, it's, like, this is a very, like, mature viewpoint. Yeah, the rare, uh, it's better to fade away than to burn out take. You don't hear it very mm. often in rock and roll. But, but it, you know, it's fun. It's, it's got, like, a, a nice 80s gallop to it. Like, it, it kind of yeah. reminds me of uh, St. Elmo's Fire, that, that, that timeless John Parr classic <laughs> from 1985. Uh, and, like, like, he in general, he has this very 80s thing to him, Rob Thomas, where yes. his music just has no concept of irony whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's all very much on the surface. It's all very straightforward. Uh, and, yeah, as you were saying, the, the viewpoint is just generally kind of under, underrepresented, I think. And, and it spoke to me this morning, Joe. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Jason. I love it. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's Give have me all it. Yeah. In. I'm all in on this song. Give me Rob Existential Thomas Absolutely. any day of the week. No, I mean, you're totally right that all, like, all of the Matchbox 20 stuff – and all of his solo stuff is so straight faced that you like you can't even wish that he was ironic because he can't like it's not part of who he is which is strange because he like he like listens to cool music like if, if you ever see him like <laughs> tweeting about, like he's like tweeting about snail mail and stuff he loves wilco but he himself it just, it just got it filtered out somewhere it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, man like this is so yeah it's it, it really is like it it like look there there's so like this is like a risk to me. Like this oh, song yeah. is like is like he is putting himself out there to be mocked and made fun of. And you know, look, I th- I don't think Twitter cares enough about Rob Thomas to mock or make fun of something that this is like that this oh, tries to be this emotional until, until the twentieth anniversary of Smooth. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but like he's this is. Uh, a genuinely powerful song. Uh, I really like it, and you're right, right. Like '80s gallop is a very good <laughs> way to that. describe the sound. Um, maybe maybe all in. I'll, I'll, I'll admit, maybe bordering on the Mumford esque, but not not quite there. It's a little bit synthier. It's a little bit oh, more yeah. drum well, this, based. This, yeah. yeah, put this and walk me home in a 2019 Mumfordy playlist, and you're good to go. Yeah, there we go. It's a good start. Stew yeah. baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I would. Yeah, I would say like again, like what we're saying. Uh, my first inclination was definitely to laugh when I started listening to it, but there's something like when you realize like someone's being so blunt and so straightforward and irony free then you're like you almost feel like an asshole for laugh like the, it's almost it's like true. the jokes on you if you're laughing at it 
Mockery proof. So so yeah, I'm I'm glad you picked this. This was a very it was not something I was going to listen to. So thank you for choosing this. <laughs> it's, it's what I'm here for, Joe. This is like the this is like a perfect like Unterberger encapsulation podcast <laughs> of Rob Thomas and then Doja Cat and Rico Nancy. Like really good. I'd love to give really you all facets. It's like, yeah. I, I, I got to bring the whole package to most of your music. Yeah. You know? Two artists. No one went into 2019 being like, <laughs> we need to hear more Doja Cat. We need to hear more Rob Thomas, <laughs> except Andrew Unterberger. Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's listen to it. So Rob Thomas. Uh, one less day, dying young. And I've been running around in circles till I'm dizzy, I can't lie. But every night I go to sleep's a day that I survive. I'm not afraid of getting old. I'm one less day from dying young. I see the light and go past my shoulder. I'm one less day. All right. That oh was, man, uh, what a fun show. Yeah, that was fun. fun. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> uh, so wait, Oscar's coming up. Uh, Ooh, yeah. what, do you, what do you guys, Roma's my, my fave. I love it. I'm hoping it wins. Uh, my fave is the favorite. Yeah. Favorite Let's was go. awesome. Wait, very, the favorite was more of a favorite entering this competition. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys know I'm Yorgos Hive. <laughs> Let's go. But, but you got to give your prediction, though, Jason. Oh, I, I predicted this morning that Star is Born is going to win Best Picture. What? There's no way. Yeah. I, th- I think, I know. actually, if I had to predict, I would say Bohemian Rhapsody is my guess. Which that, I think that, is crazy. That but. seems more likely to me than Roma. Roma, like I, I've said this in like eight meetings already this morning, but Ro- Roma is like the antithesis of a Best Picture winner. Like it's 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 too. I mean, it's too good, basically. Like right, it, it's too good, it's too arty, yeah. too slow. Um, I, 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 I'll believe it when I see it. I just think like they. I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody. Anytime there's like a dead star, a beloved person, they love it. Um, the British block, uh, the Brits vote oh, together real. at the it's Academy. Real, baby. Uh, you know, they love celebrating a beloved British icon. And then also it just made a ton of money. It's the highest grossing, I think, biopic music and music biopic, yeah. biopic ever. I think they look at that kind of stuff. I think those are... Uh... Yeah. Jason's still hoping for the, the write-in vote for Paddington 2. Uh... Yes. <gasps> I'm, Paddington I'm totally two. with you. Paddington 1 and 2 are some of the best movies yes. I've seen Give in me like Paddington the last five two. years. <laughs> the write-in vote. <laughs> that would be uh, that, like literally like... <laughs> well, if... this is unusual. We've never had a write-in yeah, vote like, winner before. The, the, what what is there marmalade on the envelope? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good Paddington 2 joke. Can't wait. Um, anyways, and on that note, uh, uh, so go see Paddington 2. Forget all the uh, Best Picture nominees. Go yeah. see that. Um, all right. Thank you for listening. As always, uh, I, we will be back to a normal schedule next week. So uh, yeah. we'll catch you then. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.